Apple just did this fucking VR presentation. Suck my left nut, Apple. Everybody's moving towards this VR. Fuck that, bro. They want your life to be synthetic for some reason. You'll be able to upload your consciousness into a hard drive. Why, nigga? So I can greet people at a digital Walmart? You fucking weirdo. Plug my fucking consciousness into some AI shit and now when they open up the digital McDonald's, I'm stuck serving fries for eternity. How <laughs> I even died from that, bro? I thought the Matrix was fake. I'm like, there's no way. And then you start to live and you're like, okay, I see it kind of. And now they're like, yo, we're gonna plug your brain into a fucking thing. I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is it. And when I leave, come together like butt cheeks. Oh, what's going on, beautiful people? It is me, Black Zeus. Welcome back to another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great, blessed week. I hope you're on the up and up. I hope there's a lot of opportunities on your horizon. I hope you're ready for those opportunities. I hope you got a bunch of good health. I hope you got a bunch of good people in your corner. Why is Zeus... So fucking positive today. Are you on mushrooms again, bro? No. I am actually stone sober, but in the corner, the man, the myth, the legend, Thoth, the Atlantean, the man who put a billion dollars into Google stocks before it blew up, made $80 billion, then put it all on Doge at the bottom of a dip. It's not Dante in the corner, ladies and gentlemen. It's another solo episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. What's going on? Are you disappointed? Because it's just me and I'm very aggressive and Dante is the mellow part of this podcast and you look for the mellow calmness. Well, fuck you, nigga. I know <laughs> uh, we're going to have a good ass time. <clears throat> It'll be a shorter episode this week. I said that last time I did a a solo episode and it ended up being an hour long. I don't think I have that in me today, but who fucking knows? I said that last time and it ended up being an hour long. I have so many good things I want to talk about with Dante in the studio. Cause like, I don't want to just get into my regular diatribe shit. I, I told Dante he can never miss an episode again, but this is on me. Uh, this is pure scheduling conflicts. And then I tried to reschedule it with him and he was, he was cool for all the reschedules. And then it was me that was like, you know what? I'm a liar, bro. Um, so yeah, we're going to do this one solo this week. It is episode 18, season four, Black Zeus, the podcast. You are the beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Um, and to the new subscribers, much love and respect. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Starting to post more comedy clips. Um, so if that's what you guys want. I am a comedian, so why the fuck am I only doing podcast stuff every week? No, we need more comedy clips. And I have 12 years of worth of comedy clips. I will probably only share the last three years worth because that's when I consider myself to be wah, creme de la creme. Actually, 
I consider that really the last year and a half. But I got really good about three years ago. But right now, I'm like, I'll put another clip. You guys, if you're watching or listening to this, at the beginning of this week's episode, I will have also have put another comedy clip. But if you want to catch them when I first release them, follow me on, on social media. I'm aka Black Zeus on, um, on Instagram. I don't have TikTok because I'm 30. Like, what the fuck? What do I need to be targeting kids for as my audience? Um, and I know there's a, there's a, I know there's adults on TikTok, but I don't want you as my followers either. You guys are losers. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. It's like the older we get, the more adults forget that they're adults. And they're like, what's this new technology? And it's all for children. But somehow creepy ass, weird loser adults are all, all over these very childish social media platforms. So you know, I guess that's the world we live in. Um, but yeah, I've had I've had some bro. I had a show um, this past week. I had a few shows, but I had one uh, that just stood out to me. It'll probably be the clip that I post at the beginning of this episode, which I have already posted on my social media. But um, it was at a bar restaurant called Capone's in Toronto. Uh, the restaurant bar, I guess, more of a bar. But it is literally, like, themed and named after Al Capone. So it's, like, got heavy speakeasy vibes, which I fucking love. Um, and it was uh, it was put on by an OG of mine, a Canadian comedy legend, uh, Ronnie Edwards. Salute to the OG. And I, I just, I fucking, I love this guy, bro. Like, I grew up seeing him on TV. Obviously, I wasn't a comedian when I was a kid, so I wasn't thinking in my mind. I'm like, oh, I'm inspired to be a comic by this. But, like... I always remembered seeing him and distinctly laughing at his shit. And then I remembered about 10 years ago when I was newer in comedy, um, I would see him around, you know? Uh, and then eventually I started getting decent and then we started building a rapport. And now it's like, bro, I, I, bro, I love this guy. Like he is an absolute legend and inspiration. Um, one of the first, literally one of the first black comedians in Canada, like actively properly doing it. Um, uh, Kenny Robinson being another one. You hear me talk about him all the time if you're a listener of the podcast. He runs the Nubian Disciples of Richard Pryor once a month, the last Sunday of every month out of the Toronto Yuck Yucks. And uh, actually, this will come out the Wednesday before that show. I'm not on it this month, but if you're in Toronto and you're listening, make sure you head out to that shit because it is Canada's Deaf Comedy Jam. Uh, but back to Ronnie Edwards, man. Like, I've been, I've been seeing him more recently. But, like, we've actually been connecting more on a personal level recently. And um, it's just really interesting to me to, to, to see where I've come, bro. Like, the people that I admired growing up now have admiration for me. And, like, that's a fucking amazing thing that you don't even get into comedy for. Like, I didn't get into it to be like, I want my OGs to fucking respect me and shit. But like, when you do get that respect from your OGs, man, the people that paved like roads for you and, and like the things that Ronnie, like Ronnie, bruh, he makes me feel like I'm already uh, like fucking selling out arenas and shit, which realistically I'm ready for nigga, but I'm just like, I'm just, I probably, I'm, I might never get an arena. And, and that's something that I'm actually very comfortable with. Um, I'm very grateful for people like Patrice O'Neill, man. I, like that nigga right there on the wall. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, um, 
as as heavy of an inspiration or not even necessarily inspiration but like as heavy of um i guess i, I would say inspiration like a spark as my my five are and you've seen like the pictures cycle out on the wall i don't even think i put all of them up here i gotta start putting more of the uh my top five on this wall because i have i have them immortalized in art um patrice and carlin are pretty much the the regular mainstays of the wall i, I think i put bernie mac up there um but the other two would be Chappelle and andy kaufman if like if you're if you know andy kaufman salutes to you because you, you're a real comedy fan most people especially now have no fucking idea who that guy is or what he did for comedy and not even just for comedy like as odd as it, I, I talked about it on the show before, but this nigga fucking invented the heel in wrestling, essentially. Like, he he popularized a mainstream, a comedian, got involved in the wrestling business back in the 80s when people looked at wrestling as something real. Um, and on a national level, he was only wrestling women, and then eventually he ended up feuding with a real, like, a male wrestler, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and it became this whole national thing, and they made, like, the top 100 most iconic TV moments when those two went and did a David Letterman tv show interview and andy kaufman said fuck you like live on tv and slapped the and and jerry lawler slapped the dog shit out of andy kaufman but it was all a work like how beautiful if you if you know wrestling you know it was fake but if you if you didn't especially at that time it was all they didn't even tell david letterman that they were going to do all that stuff so it's like it was real to whoever was in the room or watching at the time and again i get away from from what i was actually talking about patrice o'neill man as as much of an influence and and as much reverence as I have for the other four names that I mentioned, Carlin especially, like Carlin might have been the actual initial spark that Patrice later on just added fuel to that fire. Um, and now I'm here in the comedy industry, in the entertainment industry, in showbiz, 12 years in, and accepting and acknowledging how many opportunities most likely won't come my way because I'm very outspoken. Uh, Patrice, man, RIP Patrice, man. But hearing the things that he said, hearing him speak so openly about the business, about the industry, before I got into it, and then as I was getting into it, and then as I got into it, as I came up in it, I swear to you, I would be cookie cutter. Like, cause I'm fucking hilarious, but I would be guiding and, and funneling all that hilarity and all my funny through the lowest common denominator shit. I'll be telling the jokes that everybody's telling. I would, I would have the social media account that everybody seems to have right now, which is, Hey, let me throw on a wig. Let me fucking, let me dance. Let me let me go out in public and ask people stupid questions. Let me go to the bar at night and talk to drunk teenagers. Well, not teenagers. You shouldn't be drinking as a teen. And if you are, good for you for getting into that pub. Uh, that um, that pub, that pub. I'm drunk, <laughs> but good for you for getting into there because I was sneaking into fucking places with fake IDs. And um, you know that's really on the establishment. You're 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 kind of fucking lame and you're risking your own your own business, but I, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Um, I love everybody. You know, I really do, bro. I love, I love people. And Carlin said this is like, I love people individually. Individually, you can see the beauty of God in everybody's eyes. But when people start to group, that's when you get groupthink. That's when you get, that's when you get everybody jumping off a bridge. And right now in the comedy game, 
in the entertainment space, in show business, everybody's jumping off the same bridge and, and nobody's really standing out. And, um, and I'm combining a lot of names now, but it's literally a fucking combination of, of like lessons that I learned from my own experience and then getting to hear from established people that came up before my OGs, like, like George Carlin, like Patrice O'Neill, like Nipsey Hussle. Like the whole thing of Nipsey was this nigga told you it's a marathon, bro. Know what you're in the game for and just keep 10 toes down. Look, look forward and don't give a fuck about anything else. And it will be a longer road as I'm proving to myself right now. I'm 12 years in and I don't have half the credits. I have some decent credits in, in the comedy space, but I don't have half the credits that some of my peers do. And some of like newer comics. I've had to watch new comics come in and just get opportunities, quote unquote opportunities. But the longer you stay in something, bro, the longer you really see how the game is played, you know? And Patrice did not lie one ounce, bro. I was at this show at Capone's with a comic that was on just for last recently. Um, and again, this isn't about naming names or anything, but we were having a great conversation and then I did my set and, and they were like, what the fuck is like who the fuck you're so goddamn funny like it doesn't even make sense and then i started and then we started getting into the whole festival and she and, and and i already knew this but it was nice to get confirmation from other people it's like you are so uniquely individually funny like on such a level that nobody else really is on that eventually something is going to come your way and that is what Patrice was talking about that is what Carlin was talking about that is what Nipsey was talking about bro lock into being the best version of you period bar none make yourself undeniable so that when others see you not getting opportunities it's so obviously not because you're not deserving of those opportunities it's because the person dishing out the opportunities is delusional so me as, as a comedian, like my validation isn't festivals. My validation is stuff like my OGs being like, you're the next one. My OGs that paved the way for me being like, like I, I, I don't see anything like this on the scene right now. It's the audiences that come up to me. Literally, I've had random strangers cry on my shoulders because I've, I've affected their day to such an extent, to such a positive extent. And like, to me, that is infinitely more, uh, that's worth infinitely more than any festival or any credit or whatever. You know what I mean? Because all that shit is periphery. It comes and goes. But it's like, once it does come and go, what's the next thing? It's like, I don't, I don't look to somebody else to, to lift up my fucking self-esteem or to validate me. Nigga, my validation comes moment to moment, breath to breath, show to show when I demolish the comics before or after me, or they work to demolish me so that I'm better when I get up on stage. That's the mentality I have. Of course, I'm going to say I'm the fucking best, but I'm out there proving it. Other people say that they're best and they should be out there proving it. My goal is if you think you're the best and I think I'm the best, like we should be feeding off of that and become better. Anyways, I need Dante back on the show because this is what always happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, 
R.I.P. and salute the absolute legend, uh, Patrice O'Neill, bro. Thank you for, like, literally, as weird as this is, thank you for just speaking the truth about the industry I was getting into, which which eliminated any sort of delusion I had once I started experiencing the things that he was talking about. I didn't get sucked into being the comic that I don't want to be, being the person that I'm not, because I guarantee you that's what I would have to do and be to get to these platforms and shit that i used to look at as i used to hold some sort of reverence anyways let's that's you know that's a good comedy recap talk um i'm gonna save the other comedy conversation for when dante's back in the studio because something happened to me on my social media uh like i got a notification and then i i which i've never received before um like they're turning social media into video games and then the 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 comment. I'm I'm really being fucking uh, cryptic about this because I don't I don't want to go down the rabbit hole and just blow the conversation. Blow the conversation. Pause. Just like <laughs> just have the whole conversation by myself. I would like to have uh, another perspective. Um, so I will wait to to talk about that shit on the next episode. But you know that's 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 a good comedy recap right there. If you're living anywhere in Canada right now, I hope you're breathing okay. Um, cause the entire country's on fire. Um, right now it's raining. So that's, that's good. I hope it's raining where it's, it's on fire. I think right now, Ontario, there's fires all in Ottawa. There was one day, literally one day at the exact same time. Cause you can look up the maps and there's a lot of conspiracies around this, but I don't know. They said it was lightning strikes, but six fires started all like in way different areas, all at the exact same time, uh, in Ottawa recently. And so that's the smoke that New York's been getting. I'm sure if you're American, you've seen the news stories. It's like New York was literally orange the other day. The sky was orange. And I think um, someone described it to me. It's like the the government has like a number listing. It's like 500 being no air particulates in, 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 the, in what's supposed to be air, but there's no oxygen in the air. And apparently New York was at like 497 or some shit like that. They had almost no oxygen in their air the other day. I feel bad for them on that. That's awful. But, you know, everything is happening and, you know, we're just burning and fucking food crops are being destroyed and water shit. And some people don't even have water and the economy is garbage and Ukraine and fucking this, that and the third. I hope. You're not letting any of that shit get you under. Because as as crazy as the world is, I feel like one thing that really helped me when I was younger, um, like maintain my positivity and my, and my energy, my glow. <laughs> that was gay. Um, but it is just acknowledging and accepting the fact that this has to exist as sad as that is like that's why i also don't protest or anything it doesn't make sense to me what do you think you're eradicating as long as the earth exists there will be and i use this in quotes there will be good and evil there will be good and bad there will be positive and negative it's the fucking yin yang of life bro so even like for me to get out there and be like end racism fuck that nigga i'm racist to my bones nigga <laughs> like Patrice says, I'm not actually racist, but I'm equal opportunity. I hate everyone equally with a passion, which means I love everyone equally with a passion. 
But I think like this whole trying to curb fucking language and all this shit. Why? You fucking pussy. Grow the fuck up. Like everybody trying to be a woke snowflake. Nigga, shut up, bro. I'm black and I want to live in a world like I can't live in any other world but one that has racism in it. I'm not going to try and eradicate it because that's stupid. You can't eradicate racism. Right now, someone's being born by racist parents. Like, what the fuck am I going to do about that? And that's the cycle of the world. There will always be something to oppose. So is that the fucking energy you're going to put into? Fix yourself. Fix yourself. Look in the fucking mirror. Fix yourself. That's the only way the world really fucking heals. Everybody's out here broken with anxiety and depression, yelling at other people. Because they're fucking hurting their feelings, niggas. Shut up, bro. I grew up on sticks and stones. Like, words can't do shit. But I live in a world where words are hurting everybody. My, your words, my, my heart hurts. Fuck you and your fucking weak-ass heart, you bitch. Fuck, bro. Everybody's a fucking pussy. And they want you to be a pussy. I'm not. I'm a grown-up. I was a pussy when I was a child, which is when you're supposed to be. And then you're supposed to grow up out of it. Fucking dummies. Grow some grow a set. Have some life experience. I guess also this speaks to a lot of people that probably grew up privileged and shit. Cause like I'm I'm gonna say some crazy shit, but like bruh. You know what? Chappelle's already said it on his comedy specials. But I think most of the issues that we perceive to be issues in the West, in Western culture, in in because this is this isn't a world problem, all this stuff. All this diatribe shit, all this infighting and stuff, all this religion versus gay or fucking politics versus fuck left versus right and all this fucking horse shit. This is really a Western phenomena because we're dumb over here, bro. Everybody else is poor in the third world. They got nothing but community and love and happiness somehow. We're over here with abundance and money and technology and just depression and anxiety. You guys are bitches, bro. It, life isn't that hard. It really isn't. And I know I'm saying, bro, I'm saying this as someone who's fucking, I, by the time I was 22, I moved 13 times. And that's multiple countries, multiple cities, multiple schools. I didn't have no easy life. Somehow I'm still here being like, life is beautiful. I had a fucking torturous life. But somehow I'm here being like, life is beautiful. And I'm, I'm out here in the West in, in fucking first world problem land where everybody's just creating an issue out of their ass and then trying to make sure that everybody else feels the same way. Fuck you and how you feel, bro. I feel how I feel. Stop trying to change that. Fuck. Yeah. All right. I'm a <laughs> This has been this has been <laughs> This has been one long rant. Um but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, bro. Cuz uh I stand by what I say. Nigga um, I will do one thing normal this week and I will do the poll results and then I'll get out of here. This has been, you know, it's a lot of diatribe shit. Um, but if you are new to the podcast every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, it's AKA black Zeus on Instagram. I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. And then Wednesday on the podcast, myself and normally Dante will discuss the results. And, uh, this week's poll question was do you think you will get to retire or have to work till the end? Um, the two options were retirement and work till death. Uh, me personally, I mean, uh, I grew up thinking that retirement was a thing. I am now growing up and I'm seeing 
how far that's been degraded and I'm thinking into my future, it, 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 I think it will be eroded. <laughs> I think they're going to like, I don't know, man. Cause we also have all this AI shit. We have the Tesla bots coming. So they're going to like the whole landscape of work is changing in my lifetime. I think in the next 15 to 20 years that maybe even that's a long time. Like maybe in the next 10 years, bro, in the next decade, I think there's going to be a massive structural change to, to how people make money. Um, the type of jobs that are available, we're completely automating everything. AI is obviously now freaking everybody out. Um, so I don't know, man, I think we're getting to the point where you will have to have some type of income coming in outside of a retirement or pension plan. Well, pension, pension, if you work in the private sector and you get a good pension, good for you. But even that, I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how, how many pensions people are offering out nowadays because I'm seeing a lot of the corporate jobs get pay decreases and get just like jobs just disappear. I saw the other day on, um, on social media, it's like this completely automated shipping yard where all the crane, the crane, op, there was no crane operator. Like the crane was, uh, AI operated and, and all the trucks on the, like in the field, in the yard, it was all like automated, uh, flatbeds and shit. There wasn't, there wasn't, um, a truck connected to a flatbed. It was just an automated electronic flatbed. Uh, that just picked shit up and moved it around and all that shit. I'm like, bro. And now I'm seeing uh, Photoshop. You know, Adobe is adding all the AI stuff into Photoshop. And the stuff that I saw it being able to do, freaky deaky, man. Um, if you guys are in graphic design or like the video game space or anything like that, Unreal Engine, uh, the ease of use on that thing is, is getting crazy. But also, the, we're at the point now where you can make a realistic looking game like and i mean if you haven't seen this before youtube body cam footage video game or body cam footage unreal engine some guy made some fucking um like demo of a video game or a concept of a video game that's that's essentially like you know how police have the body cam footage so this game the camera angle is as if it's on the body cam, okay? And then you're like a cop or a vigilante or whatever, and it looks fucking realistic, like scary realistic. It looks like you're killing real people. Like when you go and shoot at somebody, it looks like that's a person. I think some news uh, organization like actually played this story on, on TV and they censored the dead bodies because it looked so real. Like, um, so imagine Call of Duty in the future. Like, we're literally training soldiers at home now. It's 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 getting freaky deaky. But getting back to the poll, do you think you will get to retire or have to work till the end? Retirement or work till death? The results are 36% said retirement, 64% said work till death. Um, yeah, man. I feel like the 36 is like how I used to be still trying to grasp and hold on to like the concepts that we knew growing up of what the world is, is like, Oh, you retire and then you fucking get money every month or whatever. But it's like, 
if you're looking at the landscape of jobs right now, it's like, I don't know, bro. I don't know that people can't even afford a home, bro. Like back in the day, you had all that shit settled by the time you were retired. It's like everybody here is renting. Is like you're going to have to pay that rent forever. You know, it's like, how do you do that? I think in Canada, they give you like, what, 1200 or something like that? Like, it's not much for retirement, for retirement age. So, so yeah, that's the weekly poll. If you want to, if you want to get in on uh, the weekly poll questions, make sure you're following me, AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Uh, it scrolls at the bottom of the screen every couple minutes. Um, but other than that, I'm going to get out of here. It's a solo episode. You guys don't want to hear me just fucking ramble for an hour plus, but I think we got some good rambles in today. Um, yeah, man, I'm very happy with this one. So I hope you guys are too. Thank you for tuning in as always. Uh, if you like what you see, make sure you hit the subscribe button, the notification bell, all that stuff. Spread the good word of Black Zooster Podcast. We're growing literally every day, subscribers. Jumping on board every day. Much love and respect to you guys. You are the beautiful people of this podcast and of this channel and of my career. Um, so now that I'm finally putting some effort into like... Wait, let me let me retrace my steps here. Now that I've finally gotten to the point where I feel like I can step on any stage in any country and and give you an absolute banger experience now i'm fully invested in in making my social platform and shit pop and and represent me to the fullest and all that shit so i really do appreciate you guys uh love and respect i'm here every wednesday uh black zeus the podcast on all social media platforms you uh spotify apple Podcasts, your podcast app of choice and youtube uh, other than that I love y'all. Stay blessed. Peace, peace.